Hi, this is Relatively Asian Podcast. I'm Teresa. And I'm Minnie. And this is episode 10 of our podcast. Welcome back to the podcast. Last episode, we wrapped up our two-part series about faith, our experiences growing up in the Chinese church and discovering our faiths post-college into adulthood. If you haven't listened yet, go check it out. This week, we are going to be talking about friendships. How do you decide who you want to be friends with or even how to make friends to begin with? Hmm. Keep listening to hear more. Yeah. (laughs) Let's just jump right into it. Maybe we Mm -hmm. should start off with just Friendships in general, one-on-one. <laughs> Not that we're experts, no. but how to make friends. Well, I think that for me, I think post-college, mm-hmm. it's it's harder to make as many new friends because mm-hmm. I think my threshold has changed post-college versus in college, I feel like I was more open to being friends with basically anyone. Mm-hmm. Just like if we were like in the same fellowship or like, like same proximity. class or what? Yeah. It was really based on proximity and like ease. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel Convenience, like, friendships. yeah. And yeah. I feel like in college, like you were with the same people, like a whole semester mm-hmm. or I don't know, four years. So it was easy. But I think post-college, like, you know, when you start working and you have to factor in like traveling to see mm-hmm. friends cause you don't live on the same like campus. Yep. Like you really have to pick and choose like, okay, like where am I going to spend my time? Who am I going to invest in? Mm-hmm. So I think for me, I think one of the criteria of like making a new friend, new friend yeah. post college is if I click with them or not. And that you, I can usually determine that within like the first conversation, like yeah. their vibes and like whether we get along and like, wow, one have, conversation. Yeah. I think you can tell like pretty much right away. Um, and it's, it doesn't even have to be like a long conversation. I just think yeah. it's like, I can pick up on vibes and I feel like if I don't click with them, then I have like less incentive to want to invest in like this mm-hmm. new friendship. Pursue it not that I like, I won't be friends with them, but yeah. you know, just like a deeper friendship. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, you know, like in general, like you don't meet that many people you click with in life. Yeah. So I feel like in that regard, I just have like less new friends mm-hmm. versus in college where like I had mm-hmm. a ton of new friends. Like every semester there yeah. was like people you would meet that were new. Yeah, um, I agree. Do you, yeah. are you the type of person to like base a lot on your first impression? I think it depends like how long the conversation is and like what the social setting is. Yeah. Yeah. I think, cause I think you can tell like a lot and like even for you and me, I can tell, well, I mean, you definitely don't remember. Am I a new friend? Yeah, you're a new friend. Okay. <laughs> Wait, because I met you post-college. I guess because our first, you know, like how technically yeah. we've like crossed paths here and there in college, but you don't really like really count that. Yeah. Well, I was, well, funny because I was going to bring up our college exchange, <laughs> but in our very short college exchange, I already knew that we clicked and I was like, oh, I could be friends with this girl. Mm-hmm. But it was like because of like our circumstances of the time, you were still in college that yeah. I was like we can't be friends because of, like, <laughs> our, because of our circumstances. Ages. I was like, well, cause I remember thinking like, Oh, if Teresa and I were in the same grade, I feel like we'd be really close. Mm-hmm. And like, which is funny because now we are. So yeah. But that yeah. was like what we like spent like no time together. That's and we literally true. just watched a movie, I think. And I talked to you for like, I don't remember. Well, clearly no memory. <laughs> um, and Teresa also ghosted me afterwards. No. So no big deal. Stop. <laughs> don't me. Um, but yeah, basically, like, I feel like I can read people yeah. pretty no, that's, quickly. No, that's good that you, I feel like you do have, like, a sixth sense. And yeah. you're the only person, actually, like, speaking of friendships, that, like, focuses on chemistry a lot. I know. <laughs> and just, it's like, just clicking. easier. Like, that's, like, I feel like that's how you understand, like, relationships in your life. Yeah, Or, like, see yeah. things. And that's just some, prior to, like, meeting you, I hadn't really ever I know. thought about that. But then yeah. if you think about it and you think about your friendships where you have clicked with someone yeah, versus you different. haven't, it yeah. feels so different. Yeah. 
And I think because I've experienced like both, mm-hmm. um, and I would say it's like half and half, mm-hmm. I like can tell like how much easier the friendship is mm-hmm. when you do click with somebody. Yeah. Not to say like, obviously I like care very much about people. Yeah. I, you Every know, friendship just, looks different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I'm it's, just saying like post-college, like that's definitely mm, a criteria important for to me. You. Yeah. That's so interesting. I think for me, like I do remember like graduating and thinking like who, like just realizing like this was going to be the real test of like, who am I still going to be friends with? Like who is going to be willing to make the effort to come see me or drive to me or like spend money Mm -hmm. or like, you know, take time out of their day. And when they're not forced to see me because we're in the same club or attend the same church or like live next to each other, like who is still going to like, you know, meet me halfway and pursue friendship with me. Um, It's, I guess like, it's interesting. I don't have as many like close friends. Well, you know what? I feel like life is like interesting and I I feel like every year out of college you like I've revisited a lot of people that I've maybe like briefly crossed paths with like in the past. Mm -hmm. So like whether it's with you, mm -hmm. you know, or like just like other people that like, oh, now I'll see like more frequently or I'm Mm -hmm. close with now. Like we did like cross cross paths at some point in the past, but just like didn't get closer until like, oh yeah, life circumstances and like opportunity allowed for that mm-hmm. um but yeah I think for me I don't know like, like I how do like, you decide who you want to be friends with so I think for me I never really thought that like I needed that many friends mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was interesting because in in college actually like I had very few close friends in college I had like I was friendly with a lot of people and I was like very involved in mul- multiple groups and had relationships in like classes and church etc but I was always like satisfied with just like kind of like not super close friendships. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. just kind of like it's good while we're, you know, within the context of our friendship or whatever club mm-hmm. or church, but I didn't really need it to be more. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and I remember like my like mentor at that time too. Cause like I would talk about this with her and I would almost feel like, Oh, is like something like wrong with me mm-hmm. <laughs> that I don't like feel the need to mm-hmm. have like a ton of friendships. Cause it seemed like, other people around me had like thriving social lives and like Mm -hmm. had tons of friends. And she was just kind of like, Oh, you're just like the kind of person who only needs like two to feel full. Mm -hmm. Like you, like you just feel full with very few people in your life. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, Oh, like that's exactly what it is. Like at the end of the day, like if you feel like full, then you feel full, you know, it doesn't have to be like a ton of people. So I think for me, post-college, um, I, ended up gravitating towards people where I felt like, like at a core, I could relate to them as a person. And like, I also trusted them. So like one Mm -hmm. aspect is like, I know that they want to pursue friendship with me. I think also I have to be like attracted to the person as an independent individual. And I don't know Mm -hmm. if that makes sense, but like, I think to maintain a friendship, there has to be like effort from both ends and like interest from both ends. But for me, I'm not afraid to like pursue someone that is intriguing to me, if that makes sense. Mm. And like take initiative and like, I guess like shoot my shot, (laughs) you know, like even with, with like, you know, for a friendship. Yeah. Because I do recognize that like, you know, it's not always just going to fall into your lap, right? Like you kind of have to like make your own reality sometimes in a sense. Like if you want to be friends with someone, like ask them to get, grab coffee, like, you know, like Mm. do something about it. Um, And so I think for me, post-college, it's been especially important that um, 
I guess for like my like quote unquote new friends that I have that like I really respect them as individuals and there is something about like their character or personality that I just like am very like attracted to and like admire at some to some extent. What's your perspective on like lifelong friends? Um, whether it's people like you met in childhood or just people you met now that you can envision being friends with for the rest of your life. And like, what's your view on like soulmates as friends and best friends too? Hmm. Intriguing. (laughs) Um, It's interesting because um, I don't know about you, but it's weird because I feel like I grew up in an area where like, well, I grew up in the same place, right? So Mm -hmm. I had the same friends like for the majority of my life. Mm -hmm. So I think when I went to college, like I always just assumed like, oh, these are going to be my lifelong friends. Like, I literally like went through puberty, like everything mm-hmm. with them. And then it's just so funny looking back now, like how many friends from college, I mean, sorry, from high school that you actually still mm-hmm. keep in contact with. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. And I think there is a factor of like, I went to out of state high school, I yeah. mean, college, right? Mm-hmm. But then like people who like went to in-state college, they might be friends like for their high school friends mm-hmm. like more. But for me, it's like, I'm only friends with like a handful of high school friends. Um, and it's just like, so interesting how your perception changes because I remember saying goodbye to my high school friends was so hard and there were like tears and like it was such a big deal but now it's just like all right well (laughs) it's like you know like I barely even talk to them now um and it's not because like I don't want to but it's Mm -hmm. just like people move on and yeah and then I also think like I like don't put that much weight into like lifelong friends because like you what what do you mean by that in the like sense history like history or just no, no, needing no. to be friends with someone. Yeah. Like I feel life. like it's like a lot of pressure to mm. put on a friendship and like, obviously like my friends now, like I, I would hope that we're lifelong friends, mm-hmm. but like but the expectation. I don't, yeah. Like I don't think I go into a friendship thinking mm. like, Oh, I made this friend because they're going to be my lifelong friend. You're like, not looking for a lifelong friend. Per yeah. Se. Like I'm not seeking that. Cause I just feel like that's too much pressure on a yeah. friendship, but obviously like I naturally would love that if mm-hmm. that could happen. But like, I don't know. I just feel like it's too much. Cause like, I think in the past, like I've been like burned by a couple of friendships yeah. here and there where like, I like truly thought like this person it would be a lifelong friend. Yep. And I thought mm. this person would be my bride's bridal party. And like, yeah. and now we don't even talk. Right. So I just feel like I've learned that like things can change like so quickly. Like one year you could be close to somebody, one year you could be close to someone new Yeah. and you just like don't know what's going to happen. So mm. I think like, I'm not going to spend my time like not wasting my time, but like yeah. thinking about like, oh, who is going to be here forever, you know? Right. And like, um, but I'm going to invest like in the friends that I have now and like hope that like, yeah, like obviously like if it works out, then like mm-hmm. that's great. But yeah. And then for the soulmate slash best friend thing, I don't really believe in a soulmate. Mm-hmm. When it, um, in, a, in the form of a friend. Of like a friend. Yeah. Because I feel like you have different friends in different seasons mm-hmm. and like different best friends in different seasons too. Yeah. Um, I mean, I do believe in having like a best friend mm-hmm. and like... I think like that's special, but like, I don't think I believe in like, you can only have one best friend. Mm. Um, but I also don't believe that you can have like, <laughs> well, like, like a lot of best friends. What would be like your max that you think? Two. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I, I just, cause I'm like, okay, well three seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, okay, four and five, that's like way too But then much. one is like just but one, one is just like yeah. one. That's okay. like, then I'm all just right. like, all right, is that your soulmate then? Like, yeah. I don't know. Um, that's yeah. a lot of pressure too. Yeah, I know. It's like so yeah. much pressure. Yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? For me, I think I left high school pretty much knowing like who I would still stay in touch with and who I wouldn't oh. and no surprises for me. Yeah. You still stay with everyone that you thought you would. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. I mean, really my class was super small and I guess similar to you, I went to high school like out of state. <laughs> yeah. I guess like I went, well, I didn't, I went to college out of state. Sorry. I went to yeah. Co- Yeah. Like going but into yeah, college, yeah, yeah. it was like an out of state 
yeah. quote unquote college for me since I went to high school overseas. So I had zero friendships going, even though like I grew up in Jersey, I had zero friendships going into Rutgers. Like I knew like not a single soul. <laughs> and so like, same, even with like the fellowship that you were a part of where yeah. like a lot of people had those prior relationships, like yeah. I didn't like nothing stuck for me there either because I didn't have yeah. any prior relationships there. Um, yeah. But for me, uh, yeah, pretty much everyone I thought I would stay in touch with. I have, I think what's changed though is maybe like the extent of those friendships. Um, I think I'm definitely a lot closer to more people from high school than I thought I would be. Which oh, is wow. nice. And I think what high school friendships have shown to me, because it's also different from you where none of my high school friends went to college with me. My high school friends were scattered across the country. <laughs> and so, but I think for me, it's what those friendships have shown me is like, again, like if you want to stay in someone's life, then just like, an, you know, initiate, like reach out to them, show them that yeah. you care about them. And if they care about you too, then they'll reciprocate. You know, yeah. and friendship might look different, but um, it doesn't mean you can't still have like a really good, solid friendship that does have that history as long as like both people are willing to like eat, mutually put in the work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that's like my high school experience. And then when it comes to soulmates and best friends, I'm not like writing off the idea of like a friend could be a soulmate. I don't know. Actually, now that I think about it, that's kind of, can you have multiple like- soulmates? I don't know. Like, could your significant other be your soulmate and a friend? Do you know what I'm saying? Nah. I mean, that's weird, right? That's weird. I feel like those are two different things. Soulmate sounds even, like, even more exclusive than a best friend. It does. That's what I'm saying. It's like a very, like, it's so much pressure. Yeah. But I have a question for you then. Because best friend, even best friend, like, that has a a strong connotation. Um, Do you think a best friend has to be a lifelong friend then? Like, say you called someone a best friend now. If you guys weren't friends in 10 years, would you still say, like, yeah, like, that person was my best friend, like, at that time? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, does there there have to be an amount of time associated with a friendship for it to be considered a best friend? Or is it just, like, well, it was really deep and really strong for, say, five years, Mm -hmm. you know? But then, like, whatever, for whatever reason, Hmm. you know, it changes a lot. Would that person still be your best friend? I think for me, like a best friend is like a very like strong title. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't like lightly call someone my best friend. Cause I know a lot of people who have like a lot of best friends mm-hmm. and they like genuinely feel that way. But I think yeah. like their definition is just like different. different. Yeah. Um, but for me, it's like, I think I would only call someone my best friend if like we had like all that criteria, like we just really clicked, connected, whatever X, Y, Z. Um, but then on top of that, like I think that's someone that like, I know that I could have like a lifelong friendship with. But but like, if it doesn't happen that way, you would still say like that person was my best friend. Yeah, because, because think, all those criteria were met. Yeah, and I think it's you just can't like ever control exactly. So because yeah. I'm thinking about like yeah. one of my best friends now who like I like had a falling out with her and mm-hmm. I wasn't friends with her, but I would never say like oh she wasn't my best friend then mm-hmm. like during that time before that and like you know so I think in that sense like that actually has happened to me. Yeah, but that doesn't like like disvalue like in value the fact that like we were best friends for a mm-hmm. period of time because I don't think you're ever predicting to like end a friendship with somebody right. it's just like life and it happens doesn't, right like, the end outcome doesn't dis- disqualify exactly yeah that did happen and yeah. how you felt in that time yeah That's what about true. you what's your like how do you I guess um, pick someone who's like your best friend I think it would be more so like I think depending on the context I would see best friend I would interpret best friend differently Mm-hmm. because like best friend could also just be like the person you were closest with at a certain point too. Yeah, that's true. You know, so it's like relative, mm-hmm. you know, to an extent, like you could have a best friend in a certain point of life. Um, but I guess like the way we're talking about it is more so best friend, more like a soulmate type yeah, vibe. Yeah. <laughs> I think for that, 
I believe that that could happen. I think for me, it would be hard to, again, I think it's the pressure aspect of it where I would feel like, oh my God, like I would, it's not that I don't feel like I click with certain people to that extent or that it couldn't be like that close, but it's Mm -hmm. more so like, I don't know, like it would just still be, it would just be like really sad if like something were to happen and like Mm. it wasn't lifelong. And speaking of unknowns, like when, you know, your close friend gets into a new relationship or gets married or has kids even, or like moves away, you know, when some big life event happens, like, has that ever changed? Like for you, has that ever changed the status of your friendship with someone? Um, has it ever changed for the better? <laughs> oh, like I didn't want to be friends with them anyways? Uh, no, for the better. Like oh, I feel like, like a stronger friendship. Yeah. Cause I feel like typically it's the case where it's like, it ends, it, it, it it's worse. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, more yeah. likely. Yeah. Obviously. But I guess yeah. speak to both if you have examples. No, um, well, it's funny because like one of my best friends did move away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she moved away, got married, and she had a kid. Yeah. So like all those things and like it didn't change our friendship at all. Mm-hmm. And I think like, I think it's also because like we have like a mutual like understanding that like because we are best friends, like, you know, we don't need to have like the day-to-day like mm-hmm. conversations yeah. and like we don't need to physically see each other because I see her like maybe once a year if we're yeah. lucky. But I think it's because like we both know where we stand in the friendship and I think it's like we've reached this like comfortability with each other where mm-hmm. it's like we know there's like no judgment and like, like, you know, if like she needs me or like I need her, like she'd be there for me. But mm-hmm. it's like she doesn't know like the day-to-day things that are going on in my life right. or even like, you know, like specific details that like mm-hmm. a lot of other people might know. But I just think like, yeah, it hasn't changed anything even though like I know for a lot of people it does. Mm-hmm. But I also think it's like, I guess like I'm blessed in the way that like I feel like my friends who have gotten married, like they're very good about maintaining their friendships Mm -hmm. and they're not like, you know, because, you know, they're going to be couples who kind of just like shut off and Mm -hmm. like just only spend all their time with their significant other, like Mm -hmm. no hate to that, but like, you know, it's just like different priorities and I feel like, yeah, like it hasn't been that way for me and like, and also like my other best friend is also married too. Okay. I forgot about that. And then (laughs) same with her, like it's never changed anything and like, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I have any negative experiences from like, that's good. Yeah, so like things have always just like case. stayed the same. Yeah. yeah. What about you? I feel like I don't think I've had as like many extreme. Actually, no, I've had like a fair amount of like friends and close friends who've also like either gotten married, moved, like started to have children, etc. I think I've only had like neutral, if not like slightly negative experiences. Yeah. Oh. Where it's like, um, yeah, like, and again, it's not like I think everyone has like a right to go into marriage and, you know, do marriage how they want. And especially if like you're moving away and there's like big life things happening and you're having a kid and like say, you know, like you're, if you're buying a house, like, you know, just like multiple Mm -hmm. big life things could happen to you back to back to back after you take that step of marriage. Right. Usually everything else just comes right along with that. Yeah. Um, So it's not just one change, but it's like four different Mm -hmm. (laughs) major life changes that can like obviously take your energy and like reduce your capacity for like the people in your life. Yeah. I think I've, and now like reflecting, I I feel like I've had like distinct times in my life where because like a friend moved away or um, had a baby or like got married, like I felt them, like I felt that they were like a lot less available yeah, um, to show up in like our friendship kind of like as it used to be mm-hmm. and like feeling sad from that. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's why like another part of me too is kind of just like, Hmm. you know, like, so like your expectations for your friendship hasn't changed despite the fact that like they got married and they like had a kid. Um, well the expectation, I guess like initially 
I think it's a mix. Maybe like when I first had to experience it in college, Mm -hmm. um, it was more so just me like reacting to that change happening to me and feeling sad and like feeling like, oh, I don't like feeling like this, like this sucks, Mm -hmm. you know? And like not angry at the person at all, but just like sad, you know? Cause like, just like mourning. Yeah. Yeah. Mourning mourning the loss of like something good, something I felt was good that was before, but not uh, at all. Like obviously happy for the person and you know, like the change you're stepping into. But I feel like because of a couple of key pivotal, like, or not pivotal, but key like moments like that in college Mm -hmm. now, like as I have, like if I have friends going through the same things, whether they're getting married or moving or having a baby, whatever, I think automatically now, like I take, I I, like adjust my expectation Mm -hmm. or like I expect change. Cause you've like experienced it before. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm like open to things changing and like having flexibility in friendship and what friendship looks like and being open to having like honest conversations about it. And even recently, I can say this here because I don't know. I know she won't care. (laughs) Okay. But like even recently, like I was living with two close friends before Mm -hmm. and then like I moved out, you know, and like, um, with one of those girls, like we got really close because we had lived together mm-hmm. and like we had like a friend, a conf- like an open and honest communication too about like, you know, kind of like our friendship as it was and like now like not being roommates anymore and kind of like how we saw it like moving forward. Mm-hmm. And so I think like having really honest conversations like that when mm-hmm. life, uh, big life events do happen can be really crucial and helpful mm-hmm. to sustaining like friendships with people that you really care about. So I feel like that's more my like approach and method now when those things happen Mm -hmm. in addition to like automatically adjusting my expectations. Yeah. Mm. That makes sense. I think that's really good. That's like really healthy in a friendship. I think it's the only way I like you have to. Yeah. Like you have to. Otherwise you'd be questioning like, Oh, what does this person feel? And like you have to have those conversations. It's better to get like ahead of it. Yeah. Because otherwise people assume things. (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah that's true and yeah. then might harbor things or mm-hmm. like you shouldn't just assume like oh that person like isn't gonna be available anymore like you know you shouldn't assume right, that either right so, yeah. yeah that makes sense yeah. well I guess speaking of that like how do you decide when you want to move on from a friendship I think for me like it's like an energy thing <laughs> what do you mean like I think like I feel like you know, as I mentioned before, like I came from a place where I like just didn't even have much room at all. Yeah. <laughs> or like I had, again, I don't even need friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like I had room, but like very few pe- people that I had to like maintain. Oh, you're saying <laughs> like your energy, with. my like energy. how much energy you have to yeah. like, invest in friendships. Yes. Okay. Correct. And like feel like I'm still putting my 100% in. Okay. I see. And what you're like saying. doing, you know, doing a person justice right. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, so I think for, yeah, for me, it's like an energy thing. And I think it's, I, I don't think it's realistic to have like, yeah, a million best friends at once or like a, like a yeah. ton of close friends at one time. Um, and well, I mean, I think it depends on the person. Really? Yeah. Yeah, actually. That's yeah. True. yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think for me then, <laughs> I, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, I can only speak for myself. Um, yeah, I just can't have like a ton of close friends, but then it's just, it's even hard to even say that because like my definition of like a close friend or like say like, I feel like I can't give as much to someone. Right. And I like dial it back, yeah. but like to that person that might still be like enough. Yeah. Does that make sense? So no, it's like, yeah, because everyone has different levels of what they everyone. expect from a close friend. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they might not match up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's not even just about like, oh, I have to like identify who I do or don't want to be close with anymore. It's more so just like the day-to-day decisions of like allocating my like energy and emotional capacity and mm-hmm. like 
time, et cetera. And like who I can give that to, whether, whether or not it like hits their threshold, exceeds it, like doesn't exceed, like doesn't even like hit it. Like for me, it's more so just like always being aware of like how much I can give, I guess. And then making the decision of like who I want to give that to. Right. Yeah. So for you, it's more just like a gradual, like, like if you don't have the capacity to like be friends with like X amount of people at once. Or like, it's, it's not, not even so much the decision to not be friends with them, but it's like to give them X. Right. So like, let's sense. say like someone doesn't have, doesn't follow within the people that you're willing, like that you could give X mm-hmm. amount of energy to. Yeah. Does that mean like you would just like break it off or just be like a oh, gradual no. fade? No. Like, yeah. I just guess like a slow distancing. Not even like, I feel like it, it's not a conscious decision to not be friends with someone, mm-hmm. but it's maybe just a shift of like, say we used to meet every like quarter, you mm-hmm. know, like if that changed to every half year, but we were still, still able to maintain our closeness. Like that's great. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Like, okay. So you're not really moving on. From no. Okay. So I guess so you're question, maintaining the same status quo, but it's oh, just I the frequency and like what you need to sustain that yeah. level is like different. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's not, so you're, you're more so saying like what, basically when are you like really like ending a friendship? Yeah. Where you're just like changing what the is, status quo. What is the situation yeah. you would end a friendship? Um, I haven't really had to do that. <laughs> Oh, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I haven't had to do that either. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just different for you and I, because I think you just have like a more abundant history (laughs) Mm. of like having many different friendships. And so there's like a lot of things, there's a lot of like up and down, you know, within your like whole history. Yeah. Whereas for me, like, since I always pretty much like did my own thing until like post-college, it was, it's much easier to decide who I want to like jump into friendship with mm-hmm. as opposed to like, oh, who do I have to like cut out? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I feel like in the past, in the recent history of like several years, I haven't yeah. even had to think about like, who do I want to cut out? Cause mm-hmm. I'm already just very picky with who I invest in. Mm. So it's, it's just easier to make okay, that, that kind of sense. decision. Yeah. I know I'm sense. not like, I don't, at least I don't think, yeah, anyway. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, okay. Well, to clarify, I don't have, um, it's not like I'm <laughs> cutting people out because I'm like, sorry, you don't make the cut. Like, see you later. But it's for me, it's like, yeah, I think I just had, had a lot of different experiences with friendships and like, I don't know, just like a little bit too many. Um, and so like I've encountered situations where it's like I've had to enter friendship because like it got to a point where it was like, not healthy, not healthy anymore. Yeah, and for me, like fair. I had to like make that decision where it's like, I think it's detrimental to both of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it wasn't like I like saw it coming or like wanted it to happen, but it was just like, yeah, it just like, wasn't good. Mm-hmm. And like, that's why I had to cut it out. Um, yeah. I mean, but that could be like a whole topic yeah. in itself, but, um, but I think like in terms of like consciously ending a friendship mm-hmm. because not because of like, like a toxic reason, mm-hmm. but just like, Oh, just like because. disinterest or like yeah, capacity or yeah. moving on. I feel like for in those situations, I never yeah. had to do like a serious like, oh, let me break up with a friend. Yeah, it's, it's not, not just dr- like, it's not dramatic. No, usually. it's just yeah. like a natural like distancing. Yeah. And I feel like people realize too. And mm-hmm. you know, I've had so many of those kind of friends where it's like, I was close to them for a season of time. Yeah. But then it's just like for one way or another, it's like you move to a different state or like exactly. whatever. It is mm-hmm. what it, like no hard feelings. And yeah. it's kind of like, and I feel like with those people, like when I see them again, it's like we had this mutual understanding. Like we were close at one time right. and it's like, we still care about each other, but yeah. it's just, you know, like life moves on and mm-hmm. like, yeah, you don't have to be like friends forever yeah. um, in that sense. But I feel like, 
you do have that connection because you did have that before. Right. And you could still see them like at a wedding or a mutual exactly. friend's party or, or like something. I might even invite them to my wedding. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I feel like those, yeah, that's a different situation. Yeah. So what are some like struggles that you've had to deal with in friendships that have led to you like discovering like what friendship deal breakers mm, you have? Yeah. I think for me, um, like honesty is huge for me. Mm. Um, and like I value honesty over like keeping some sort of like facade of like peace or like facade that like everything's good and like we're so close, blah, 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 blah. Um, and so struggles that I've had in the past and like hindrances or like struggles I've had in existing friendships and hindrances I've had with certain people that have prevented me from wanting to become close with them like in that time point is if Mm -hmm. I can't trust that they're going to be honest with me. Mm -hmm. So whether it's just like being honest about and, and, and I get that like to a certain extent, right? Like everyone, like you have a right to share what's, you know, like, yeah. What's you can't well, force somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm not, I'm not saying like you you need to like yeah. bear your whole heart to me and like sh- mm-hmm. share all of your like secrets or whatever. But it's just like being able to trust that they're not like trying to be like fake with me or like present yeah. a certain version of me uh for of a certain version of themselves to me that I don't know, like they think that is more acceptable. Mm-hmm. And then like so filtering themselves. Yes, that's like an individual thing. And then I also need honesty when it comes time to like maintaining like a close friendship. Um, <clears throat> if there's like times where, you know, I like hurt their feelings or mm-hmm. they feel X, Y, Z about like something that I did, I need to be able to trust that they can like tell me that like mm. something I did made them feel bad mm. because then otherwise like I can't read anyone's mind and like I very much so have an expectation with friends that yeah like they should let me know and I'm like happy to talk about it and like want to talk about it um yeah so I think for me like honesty is huge on a mm. personal level and an interpersonal level mm. um and that I think so I think the difference too I think for me that's an aspect where right like old versus new friends like it's very it's a lot harder for me to enter a new friendship with someone like post-college where they don't really exhibit those um like traits from the Mm get-go whereas like with prior friends that I have like even if that is a struggle in our friendship like that's okay and we can work on it because there's just like you know more history there and it's more about like actively working on the friendship um as opposed to like me choosing to like you know, form a deep friendship or a close friendship with someone new with those issues ex- existing. Like I right. basically like why wouldn't. would you? Cause you already I have the self-awareness. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's my version of like clicking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Well that's interesting because you can't really tell right away if someone's like how honest they would be with you in a friendship, like in terms of like clicking with somebody though. That's uh, in term. What do you mean? Like, cause I feel like clicking is like whether you click with somebody based on like oh, your first easy couple to tell. interactions. Yeah. But you can't tell like right away, like, oh, like when I become like closer friends with this person, like, are they going to be honest with me? Um, I feel like I was able to tell pretty quickly with like a lot of the friends I became close with post-college. Hmm. Yeah. Or I think it's, I think it's the same thing where it kind of like. Is it you, like a vibe? Yeah. Like, you know that I'm, um, it's, it's, it's how we've talked about like, oh, I'm someone that people can give a lot of like open feedback to because they know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, oh, I want to hear I'm it. someone too. That you can give me feedback. specifically. It's a, a Teresa's. No, I mean, like people feedback. can give me feedback. Uh, can they? <laughs> yeah, they can. Okay, um, don't give but me you feedback. know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. it's like I give that vibe, so I feel like it's easy for me to tell when other people reciprocate 
back. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like um, it didn't take very long for me to have like honest conversations with people about like their true feelings and thoughts. Like, I think with every single friend that I've had or every person that I've gone close to, I feel like that's like a vulnerability thing, though. I don't know if that's like so much honesty in terms of our interpersonal. Because I'm thinking like honesty is like, um, but like honesty based on what you're saying is like my interpretation of that is, Oh, like if something is bothering me, then like would I be honest to tell you, mm-hmm. I'd be upfront about that versus like, I feel like, yeah, that's honest. Okay. No, yeah. But then I feel oh, like honesty the and it. vulnerability is like different because mm. vulnerability is like, Oh, am I willing to share like my burdens with you or yeah. like my deepest secrets with you yeah. and like trust that like you could be there for me and yeah. like open up on that. And I don't think that's so like has to do with honesty. I think mm. that's more just like, am I ready to yeah. do that? And like, would you be that person for me? Um, right. No, I agree. Yeah. I, I think to an extent, yeah, I, to an extent I agree. Um, I think then for I think, me, yeah. the ability to be real then and be vulnerable is important to me. Okay. okay so that is yeah. different than honesty. Yeah. And I will say, I think a lot of my friendship or I like my viewpoint of friendship, like developed from high school where I went to, I had friends with a lot of like TCKs, like third culture kids where they grew mm-hmm. up like moving around a lot. And mm-hmm. so they didn't have the luxury of time. And mm-hmm. so when they met people, they had to get real and like, I guess, quote unquote, deep or vulnerable right away. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because they didn't know how long they were going to be there and they had to be right. okay with that. So I think for me, pretty much like everyone that I've gone closer with after college, I got deep with pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And they were willing to meet me there. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the same for me. Like, I feel like if you can't get vulnerable and deep with somebody, it's kind of just like, what's the point of this friendship? Mm-hmm. It's like, just going to remain at this like shallow state. Yeah. So I think that's like a criteria for me too, to move into like the closer friendship mm-hmm. level versus like, just like a friend. Um, but I think like struggle wise and like, I guess this leads kind of into deal breaker is, is like the, the hardest thing for me, um, is like, I'm like really bad at establishing boundaries. Mm -hmm. So like, I feel like a lot of like my friendship problems stem from the fact that like, I can't say no. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, I just tend to like, I don't know, put myself in the position where like, I'm, I think like, so the deal breaker would be like this person, like not having self-awareness in our friendship. But is it their fault or is it like your inability to set a boundary? I think it's both of our faults, Mm. but I think it's like, it's hard for me because like, I think I, am empathetic and I think like I care like too much sometimes without like realizing like the consequences of Mm -hmm. like how much like because I'm not setting that boundary like at that time like I don't think about like the consequences and then Mm -hmm. like when it when it gets worse I'm like oh shoot like I should have like you know set a like a boundary Mm -hmm. to begin with and I think those friendships are cases where it's like that friend is like unloading their life and it's like very uneven and Mm -hmm. unbalanced for me but like but because like I want to be there for that person it's really hard for me to like realize like how much that might be affecting me later on so how do you like go about that now like what's helping do you improve at that? Oh, I think it's just like I I finally was able to be self-aware of like that when problem. Like what where to set the boundary yeah, or where to when set the to? boundary oh, like okay. when it's apparent to me that like this friendship is like uneven mm. and it's like most the majority of the conversation is like, you know, like not like this person talking yeah, to that's me. Interesting. So yeah. like yeah, I think it's just like becoming more aware of like this was mm. like something I struggled with mm-hmm. whereas like in college like I think I just like didn't even realize. Mm. Until and then it's it was too just, late. Until, yeah, until exactly. Like, built up. Yeah. yeah. And then now right. I'm like, okay, now that I know this is like clearly a problem that I have, because I've experienced it multiple times. <laughs> right. That like, yeah, I'll just like nip, nip it in the bud now. So. Oh, that's good. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We've finally hit 10 episodes and are excited to reach this milestone. Thank you all for all the support. 
Teresa and I are always looking for new topics to discuss on the podcast. So if there's anything specific you'd want to hear about, let us know on our Instagram. Our handle is Relatively Asian. We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.